guys. Welcome back to the Simple Mission Podcast. I'm Leanna. Hey, I'm David. And we have not recorded since over nine months ago. <laughs> so we are back for a while and uh, we have so much to share and um, so many new things have happened. And we just want to update you all on what's going on as well as give you some, you know, some encouragement for, you know, for the rest of this episode. Yeah, so, um, you know, Leanne and I, the last, it was funny because we opened up our computer where we record the podcast, and the old podcast is still there, like the, the, like the previous one, and it was like the, the, the Halloween episode that we recorded <laughs> last year. It was pretty funny, but yeah, you know, we, we, we've been thinking about and praying about starting up again, and, um, you know, we've taken a long break, and we've kind of watched what's been going on the world and with with our own podcast and website and everything like that and people are still engaged and people are still wanting some content and they're they're i feel like that they're desiring something good something wholesome in their lives and yeah something you know that's not going to be it's not going to wither away or f- fade away with the wind you know and so um but that's that's kind of what we wanted to do and we have some exciting news you know mm-hmm. to tell you all most of you know but some of you may not um, you know, down in the year, but, um, yeah. So we also one real quick, one thing that you can do to stay more connected with us. Cause we might not be posting as much as far as, you know, doing the podcast, but you can get on the email list and subscribe to our email. You can get pictures, you can get, uh, email updates, stuff like that through us. That's the best way to stay connected. We send those out about once a, once a month. Um, and those are really good. We have some cool tips and Bible verses and just kind of what's been going on and mm-hmm. um, kind of in their, like in our lives and, and how we can help you in your life too. Yeah, as well. so just make sure you subscribe on there. I'll be sure to put the link um, in the description below if you're interested. But um, I think it's time to share the good news to everybody. So we are expecting, we're having a baby. And it's a girl. You want to tell them the name? Little baby girl. Her name's Alora Rosa Bond. <laughs> so there's some spice and then there's some bland. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like our last name. It's not bland. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we are expecting and we found out back in January. Or no, I'm sorry. Early Febu- February of this year. And what's funny is that we were actually writing our next podcast outline we were gonna come back from you know a little three month break from the podcast and then i found out i was pregnant the next day (laughs) we forgot all about it or we kind of put it on the back burner for now but um yeah we were expecting and um there's a lot of changes um, with that you know me you know being pregnant in my first trimester it wasn't too bad but you know i was really tired and just really emotional and uh, a lot of body changes and all of that. But once I, d- I hit about 11 to 12 weeks, I felt a lot better, felt more myself. And David was really there for me. He was very understanding some, some of the time. <laughs> um, so it's, it's been a crazy journey so far. And there's been a lot of things that we've had to start getting ready for and things that we didn't realize we have to like know and learn and you know, all the things about, you know, what happens when a baby comes into the world and changes your whole life. (laughs) 
But um, yeah, we're excited and um, we kind of just want to share more about that journey a little bit. I'm not sure if we're going to talk about it now or later on in the episode, but um, yeah. Yeah, so the baby is due. When's the baby due? Oh, in October. October of this year. October. But we think it might be, it could be like late September because it's a very early October due date. So it might be late September. My birthday is in September, so it'd be nice to have another September baby around here. <laughs> yes, oh, that's good. Yes, well, we're we're very thankful and very excited that you know uh, little Laura is growing, growing very good. She's strong and healthy, and Leanna's healthy as well too. And I'm healthy. Thank you for asking. No, we don't talk about the father and the <laughs> during the whole pregnancy. It's all about the mom and the and the baby. But. I'm just kidding. That's good. Um, well, so yeah, so you know, it's kind of crazy, but it is like coming up to be, I guess, the middle of the year, you know, and um, things have happened at the beginning of the year this year with us. Mm-hmm. We found out we're pregnant in January, literally like the first week of January. So that was a big New Year's surprise. And then now it's coming out to be the middle of the year. And so, you know, um, but there are some things that, you know, we had set in stone, set kind of at the beginning of the year, some things that we talked about doing and not doing and kind of crazy. But I guess when you, when you have a big life change like that, things just kind of get interrupted and upset, but you know, we're kind of coming back to it as far as, you know, we know what that's like when something big happens in your life and you have a hard time, you know, and you just get discouraged. You're feeling, oh, I said all these things and I wanted to do all these things in January. And now I'm like, now I'm looking back. I'm just like, I'm really discouraged. You know, I, I have no idea, you know, like, like what's going on in my life and things are happening right and left. I'm out of control and can't seem to get a hold of things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's something that, you know, that we can look at and kind of evaluate like what's going on and you know but your intentions in the beginning of the year can still be your intentions moving forward you know um you know and and the biggest thing is just to surrender you know to god your struggles and your your habits and your hang-ups and start making new better habits you know and yeah ask god to help you with those you know because god god really doesn't have a sense of time it says in the bible that he has no like sense of time or anything like that so just because it's january 1st you know to god doesn't mean it could happen in august 1st or you know any other time like it can't happen then yeah yeah change can happen anytime it can happen anytime yeah it's true well if you think about it you know we all have the feeling that we get when the new year comes around January 1st or that whole month of January you should kind of plan and you know create goals and you know every set intention for the whole year and that's exactly what was funny is I think on December 30th or December 31st we went to a coffee shop and we like talked about our year 2023 you know we recap on 2022 and everything that had happened and what we can improve on for next year and then literally we like found out we were pregnant. So pretty much, nah, I wouldn't say everything. Pretty much like half of the, half of the things that we talked about were like thrown out because there was no way like that could all happen. Um, even like while preparing for a baby or when baby gets here this year. Um, so <laughs> it's one of those things like we could have been more, not disappointed, but we could have been more, like, kind of let down a little bit. Like, oh, we had planned all these things. We had, you know, 
started all of these things set in motion and you know sometimes you have to take a step back and like let it go or wait for another time or all that because <clears throat> God can give you something else you know that you weren't expecting or you were expecting but then you weren't expecting at the same time like at that moment or at yeah. that time and space that you were expecting it so so it's kind of a long riddle <laughs> But I hope that makes sense on what I'm trying to say. But, you know, sometimes we feel like we only have one chance to make a change in our life, to turn our whole life around, you know. But I don't know if you realize, but we've actually already passed 200 days into 2023. Wow. I what day it is now that we're recording this. But I think it's like day 210 or 212 or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's already, it's only, there's only 355 days in a year. It's like, wow, like, we've already passed 200 days. And so it feels like time is literally flying away from us. <laughs> yeah, it does. It seems like it's going by really fast, you know? And, um, yeah, I guess <clears throat> because, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is, you know, we, we honestly, we can't really do anything. We can't do much without the favor and the strength of God. You know, if it's a, mm-hmm. if it's on our own, you know, like continuing with all these things or making changes, you know, like some changes that happened with us. That was, we, we had been praying for this major life change for a while now, like a couple yeah. of years. We've been praying for this little baby and we wanted this change. And, you know, and, and God was, God, you know, gave us favor in, in that change. And so... This change has been a God change in our lives as well, but but it's been a good change. It wasn't like we, you know, like we accidentally, or we had a surprise event and like things rocked our world. Like we were kind of wanting this and we were planning on this and we were really, you know, um, I guess, you know, keeping God accountable, like holding God a little bit of accountable, say, hey, you know, like we need your help with this. You know, we can't, we can't do, we can't do this on our own. And think about having a baby for those of you that have babies or those of you that want to have babies, it is something that is completely out of your control. It is the one thing in this world that we don't have very little control over. And it's pretty crazy, but it's it's it just reminds us just how powerful God is and just how incredible he is and how little control we really are when it comes to making a creation, making life. Yeah. Well, it was funny is, you know, having a baby is like, like like he was saying, we were praying and, you know, wanting a baby for so long and we were trying really hard to um get pregnant, you know, for almost I think almost three years. And um and but it's funny how, you know, we were trying to make this work and we went to the doctor and the doctor helped us with the right, you know, medicine, the right procedure and all all kinds of stuff. But, you know, even then we were still surprised. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's really interesting how like, even if you're planning for something and then you get it, it's like you're still, like, in shock or it's still a big life change that's going to happen. And we're still so, so, so surprised that I found <laughs> I had the positive pregnancy test and I didn't even wait until David later in a cute way. I He was about to head out for work and I ran out of the bathroom. I was like, honey, look at this. I'm pregnant. <laughs> it's positive. And it was the craziest thing. I started crying. He started, he started tearing up. But it was one of those things, like, you don't, you can plan for it. But then when it, the moment actually happened, it, like, turns into something else that you weren't planning for. Looking back, I don't ever wish that I waited to tell David a certain way. Like, I love how I told him. And it was just the 
crazy chaotic little morning that we had <laughs> yes it was yeah so that was kind of like our little story about how we found out and all of that and you know we told my family we told his family and it was a really special moment because yeah. they were all praying for us and they all knew that we were trying to get pregnant for so long so it was, yeah. it was fun celebrating it was fun so we're um you know probably by the time it's podcast comes out we're gonna be getting closer to having her born yeah you know um, having her here having her here in this world with us and um yeah so that's good you know um one of the other things too that we can do you know just kind of looking back and it's kind of the middle of the year and a little bit past the middle of the year is you know take some time to evaluate how your year's going you know and there are some exciting things to look to look on to, you know, um, you know, like what have you done? Like what has God done in your life? How have you helped others? You know, how have you served? You know, how have you given back? How like how have you improved yourself? Are you are you removing? Have you removed something big in your life in the beginning of the year? And you're still still going forward. You know, have you boosted something in your life? You know, like something that like you want to improve on. You know, you have to you have to boost your what you're wanting to work on with that you know to be able to improve on that later on you know um yeah if you're struggling right now with something that you haven't had happen yet or you're still trying to work on you know uh maybe it's time to rewrite the plan you know come up with a better plan develop a develop uh you know maybe scratch the original plan come up with a better way to do it you know mm-hmm. um you have and, to be intentional you have to want to work towards it you can't just oh i want to start working out more well, you have to make a plan for it. Like, what types of workout are you going to do? Are you going to the gym? Are you working out from home? You have to invest in a, you know, weights and all that kind of stuff to work from home. Or, I mean, work out from home. Or are you going to invest in a gym membership and tell you that I'm going to go to the gym right now once a week. And then once I get to once a week, once a week down, then I'll do it two times a week, you know? So it's like that. You just have to actually do it. And that's yeah. the hardest part about doing something new or doing something that it would improve your life or better your life is to actually just doing it. So we can say all these things, but we don't actually like actually do it. Yeah, that's good. But at the same time, you know, we we start to believe that we can change ourselves, that we can better ourselves. Only us in our own strength can do all the changing and leave God out. And in reality, that's not true. Like, we can't do... I'm going to call some people out, I guess, and probably that's listening. But we can't be listening to all the podcasts. can't be listening or reading all of the the, uh, the self-development book and all of that and just expect yourself to get better or expect yourself to somewhat, I don't know, somewhat, like, just change yourself. Like, you can do all of these things, but at the end of the day, like, you're still not going to be fulfilled because, like, you you, you forgot to put God first. You, you forgot to put God, you know, as a priority in your life. Like, to spend time with Him, to grow with Him, to have a relationship with Him is the most important thing in our life. And if we're throwing that out for something that we think is better, then we're actually hurting, hurting ourselves. So. Wow. Yeah. I love it. That's good. You know, being a, going to God as a humble spirit, a humble mind, a humble heart can really open up 
to the to God's plan for your life as well too. You know, but um, you know, but we have to we have to take take a step forward. But you know, God can help you take the rest of the steps with you. You know, yeah. So, but you got to take that first step with Him, and He can help guide you along. Yeah, and it's true. So, so. I, I, am sorry if I hold you out a little bit, but I know you're you're listening to this podcast right now. But I just what I'm saying is like, don't listen to this podcast if you haven't spent time with the Lord first. Is my point. That's, yeah. Yeah. I hope you listen to this later on. <laughs> That's good. So. Um, yeah, because, you know, the things that, uh, you know, that we can surrender within our lives and try to, like, like we want to make changes, like, we want to either do this or do this, you know, but we have to make room for God, too, you know, some of those changes can can make more time for God, like having a intentional Bible study every, every day, you know, um, you know, you know, making, making room for Him within your crazy schedule, because we're all getting busier. COVID's over, COVID's done, and we're all getting it back into our busy lives. Things are getting crazy. We're all getting, we're all getting really, really busy. But is that a good thing? You know, are we are we having more? Are we spending more time with our families, with relaxing, with keeping our our mental and and physical bodies in check? Or are we just running ourselves into the ground every day? You know, mm-hmm. um, and to do that, you know, we we have to. We have to surrender, you know. We have to um, surrender what we've always been doing. Our schedule, yeah, mm-hmm. to God, you know, and really ask yourself: Do I really need to do this? Do I really need to accept this deal? Do I really need to 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 pack in my schedule so tight where I can't even breathe? You know, those yeah. are some of the things that we've been looking at, honestly, for the past six months, seven months this year, is trying to have more leisure time, trying to have more time with God, with or with ourselves. Like Leanne and I have started doing a Bible study. Um, on Fridays, Friday morning, <laughs> we've been we've been. So what we'll do is, is we'll read a couple of chapters in a book in the Bible during the week. During the week, and it's not all that we read, but you know we've been we did a Galatians and that was really good. Uh, we did Galatians, and so we took about like four or five weeks doing that, mm-hmm. and then now we're doing Hebrews, which has been been you know been really good, but. You know, but we've realized that some of the things in our lives have had to be eliminated so that we can be able to do this in the mornings, you know, and, um, but we're going to talk about that a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I think the whole point of it all is just, you know, sometimes a big life change, a big life change can happen to you. So like for us, we're having a baby, but for you, it can be, you're about to graduate college or you're going to enter into a new job or all kinds of things. There's all these like life changes that can happen to anybody. But, you know, sometimes when these life changes can happen, we start to feel like our normal is like disrupted and we're like, kind of like, it's almost like a... And it's used to step back and be like, okay, am I liking how I'm doing things already? Or do I need to make changes in order to make this life change work out? So for us having a baby, like we realized we had to change out like how we do things around here, you know, in our home. Sometimes we're living a very hectic and, you know, busy life that, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be like, what's that word? We're, um endurable for a baby like it's not gonna be just for a baby when a baby is here but um <clears throat> like 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 we said we have to remember that we wanted this we wanted our baby and our baby is definitely an answer prayer she's 
really, really, really loved by everybody already. So, <clears throat> I feel like there's two major things that we had, like, surrender to God. So, one of them we had to mention was we had to surrender all of our plans, you know, all the plans that we had at the beginning of this year or, or even since last year. We had, you know, give it all over to God, and, um, you know, there were so many things that we wanted to accomplish, and God did allow a few of those things, but he also shut the door really quickly on a lot of them, and at first, you know, at first it it was hard. It it was like a little dab to the heart, a little bit, but we also had to remember, like, this is not our will, but his will, and he knows what's best for us, and we never know what God is you know, protecting us from, you know, even though we can't see it, we never know if that thing could have, like, really hurt us in the future, you know, financially, you know, mentally, physically, maybe for our marriage, all kinds of things, so I'm just thankful for God because he knows what he's doing, you know, in our life, and I hope that you know that, too, because, you know, it can be easy for us to still be like, God, I think I, I know what I want, and you don't know what I want, and so it makes it happen. So that's kind of, you know, hard to wrestle with, you know, our mind and our spirit. Like our mind wants this, but our, you know, our spirit is, you know, telling us to, to obey him and, you know, the Holy Spirit telling us to obey what he has to say and, you know, what he has for us. But, um, yeah. And then the second thing that we're surrendering is, you know, all of the expectation <laughs> for our baby all the things about baby and the journey of being pregnant and you know as we get closer to her due date um you know I, I feel like that was something that I was talking with David this morning you know you know just things that weren't that I didn't realize that I had certain expectation for a certain thing and it wasn't met and I was just, I was kind of disappointed and I didn't realize that I was kind of offended or upset until I, like, have my quiet time with the Lord, like, God, why am I feeling so anxious? Why do I feel kind of sad? And then I realized, like, I had some expectation that I shouldn't have had or placed on certain things or people. So that's something I'm still working on, surrendering. Um, so just being honest. Wow, yeah. I love it, Leanna. That's good. So this year, uh, Leanna and I have been reading quite a few books. We've been trying to read, um, you know, as many books as we can in a month and one of the books that we have been reading uh, or have read that we've read sorry we've already read it it is a really good book you guys and leanna read it first she was telling me all about it and i was like yeah you know you did not want to hear what i had to say about that i was like yeah whatever you know (laughs) but then i started reading it on my own and it was crazy this book is called the ruthless elimination of hurry pretty sure some of you guys have read it already some of you may not have it is probably the best book that i've read this year that's a non-fiction um it is really really good here's some here's some excerpts from the book that we thought that was really really kind of impactful and powerful as far as what we've been talking about it says um quote because because what you give your attention to is the person you become put another way The mind is a portal to the soul, and what you fill your mind with will shape your trajectory of your character. In Mm. the end, your life is no more than the sum of what you give your attention to. Wow. Can you say that one line again? That line. Your life is no more than the sum of what you give your attention to. Let's just let that sink in, honestly. 
Like, everything that you give your attention to, that is what you're going to end up with at the end of your life. Like, wow. Sorry. Go ahead and keep going. But again, we become what we give our attention to for better or for worse. It says, that bodes well for those, apprentice, for those apprentices of Jesus who will give the bulk of their attention to him and to all that is good, beautiful, and true to his world, but not to those who give their attention to the 24-7 news cycle of, of uh, outrage and anxiety and emotional charged drama or the nonstop feed of celebrity gossip or uh, and like cultural drive, you know? As far as that goes so what that means is like basically for those that give attention to the lord these things are meant well and it's beautiful and those things will hold true things that won't hold true the things of this world you know mm-hmm. as far as that goes but we, we love the book the book's going to really open up your eyes it's going to really challenge you it's probably the most challenging book that i think i've read in a while as far as me feeling convicted me feeling challenged but it's a good conviction it's not like Bad, slamming on you, telling you how terrible you are. And then, no. You know, but... But I think the one thing about the book that I kept sharing to David, which is something, like, he wasn't liking, was... I, I feel like because it was convicting to him, and, and for me, too, there was uh, four different principles uh, at the end of the book <clears throat> that he explained and, like, shared on how you can eliminate hurry out of your life. <clears throat> the first one is solitude and silence. You know, just try to spend more time in silence and just, you know, let your mind wander. Like, let yourself, like, pray to God. Have more opportunities to let God speak to you. But how are you going to do that if you're constantly allowing the voices of the world or you're listening to a podcast and audiobooks and music and watching TV and social media, all the things, all the noise. Um, and it's just consuming so much of it that you, you don't even know what you want anymore, what you like anymore. So that's one of them. The other one was Sabbath. And that's one of the things that we were talking about in a second. But Sabbath is like, you know, where you take a day off from, you know, we have seven days in the week and you take one day off, you know, from, you know, consuming, from, you know, just working all that all all that stuff and just kind of spend time to worship and delight in god and spend time with family with loved ones and just enjoy your life right so that's the other one the third one was simplicity which you know obviously you think of minimalism and you think of you know getting rid of everything but he's really just talking more of like just be more intentional about what you consume and also what you buy like are you accumulating stuff for you know just because or do you need these things all all that stuff so that's what simplicity is and the fourth one is slowing down so that one is really interesting it almost goes hand in hand with sabbath so you're slowing down on the sabbath but in this one he challenges like you to okay if you're at the grocery store go to the line that's the longest instead of the line that's the shortest i'm like okay or park of the furthest away from where you're going or drive the speed limit drive the speed limit and under oh my god so what he's saying he's challenging you to realize why are you trying to hurry like just slow down take your time you might actually end up you know having an opportunity you know, to share the gospel with somebody or to help someone that's in need. But you can't see that if you're always in a hurry, if you don't slow down and see the opportunity that the Holy Spirit wants you to help somebody, someone. So that's kind of the point of that fourth one. 
So anyway, I think we kind of just want to um, maybe highlight a little bit on the Sabbath. <laughs> Do you want to share your thoughts about the Sabbath? Sure. <laughs> so whenever I first started looking at, into the Sabbaths and stuff, like what it is, like a long time ago, I thought, oh, you know, and I guess, I don't know. This is a hard one. This is the most complicated one. Why do we have to talk about it? (laughs) (laughs) This is the most complicated one because I feel like the definitions of people's Sabbaths can be different. It's not like a defined definition of what it really, really is. But I started out doing the Sabbath, um, you know, whenever I started working full time, stuff like that, you know. I started trying to have my Sabbath. This was before, long before, you know, I met Leanna and all this other stuff. But I, I kind of set in stone that I was not going to work on Sundays. After multiple events of working on Sundays, uh, things would happen on Sundays while I was working. It was crazy. There was some weird stories. I don't have time to tell you all right now. But I was, I used to work on Sundays all the time. And I was like, eh, well, I was like seven days a week, hustle, hustle, like no sleeping, sleep when you die, that <laughs> oh, whole gosh. thing. And I was pushing hard. And it was wild, and I really wasn't doing very well, um, honestly. I was kind of running myself into the ground, and then things were happening whenever I would work on Sundays. It was weird. And so, anyways, um, so that's when I kind of told myself I wasn't going to work on Sundays anymore. I was going to keep my Sabbath on um, not working. As far as making income goes, working for a job. So... But the, it was it was really good. It was it was really refreshing. But I of course found some some stuff to do on Sundays, you know. <laughs> but uh, some of the things that Leanne and I have been trying to do with the Sabbath is you know maybe try to be off our phones for half of the day, or maybe try to you know spend time with each other, or just rest and like take a nap and you know like read and watch some TV and try not to like process things or worry about things or talk or. You know, maybe do something more fun, more leisurely on the Sabbath, you know. Um, but this is something that we're constantly working on. Yeah, we're still working on it. Yeah, we're not like perfect and stuff. And there are a lot of times where I'll be like, all right, I'll do half a day and then I'll do the other half a day. I have to work on stuff around the house. or I'm so We're still keeping the we're not working on Sundays thing. But as far as me goes, I still find stuff to do around here, you know. <laughs> There's always something to do. If you're a homeowner or something breaks, painting, it's just constant stuff. So it's like, you know, I feel like that's my time to kind of get some stuff done around the house too as well. But I don't know. Maybe that's not Sabbath. But I don't know. Maybe it's building your temple, repairing your temple. Oh, How is that repairing the temple? I don't know. But, okay, my point of it all, I wanted David to share his side because he, you know, you might be someone that's listening that can relate to him where you don't think the Sabbath is, you used to think that the Sabbath is not important. Like, what's the point of it? Like, it's just religion. And, you know, that's something that was in the Old Testament that, you know, God had commanded and that we don't need to do this anymore. But the truth of it all, in the book, the the book that we're talking about, he, he showed all of these examples and numbers of, like, this is why having a break one day a week is important because... Even though you think you're actually gonna get more done when you work seven days a week every day, you actually are less productive. You actually are less happier because yeah. you don't have that break. You don't ever get that yeah, rest. Yeah. And so yeah. he does. So if you're someone that like David, where you maybe don't think the Sabbath is important or taking one day off is not important, I would 
highly encourage you to read that chapter in the book. Or just read the whole book. Or just listen to us. Or, I mean, if you want to know the, the numbers and the data, like, just take a look at it. And if you don't want to buy the book, just go to Barnes & Noble, find the book, and just read that chapter for yourself. It, it's really mind-blowing, like, some of the numbers and some of the uh, resources that he offered. Like, wow, like, I didn't realize yeah. there is a correlation between taking a day off. And even if you're not a Christian, you know, even if you're you're not a Christian at all, you have no religious beliefs, you're an atheist, you still need to rest on a day, at least one day of the week. This can apply to anybody in the world, not just religious people or not just Christians or, you know, uh, anything like but that. But God originated the, that idea. Yeah. He rested on the seventh day when he created the world. Yeah. As an example for us to follow. Yeah. And so, yes, you know, unbelievers or atheists can follow it, but at the same time, like, God created it for us. Know where it came from. Yeah, that, that's where it came from. It's not just, oh, just try it out, you know? It's just one of those things, like, you have to be faithful into, you know, taking that day off. And and just see how much of a difference it makes in your life, in your family's life, in your marriage. And um, I feel like that was something that we talked about a lot, you know, in the past, I think for the past two months since we, like, read the book. I feel like I challenged David a lot by telling him, hey, you know, it's, it's Saturday night, you know, probably need, need a rest. And cause really, the whole thing of Sabbath is, it's back in the he- Hebrew time, they would have, you know, Sabbath, a sunset Friday night to sunset Saturday night. So that was like the true Sabbath, right? But in reality, like that, you know, if you do that, that's fine. If you don't do that, it's fine too. Like, Someone could be working on that day or someone could be, you know, it doesn't work for them to do it like exactly like that. We've never done it like that. Yeah. It's, yeah. But, so that's my point is, you know, sometimes it could be Sunday or sometime you kind of have to look at your week and just be like, okay, I know when Sabbath going to be because. Yeah. And it could change, you know, your week, your Sabbath could change throughout the week, throughout the month. Yeah. Week to week. It could be on a Monday. It could be on a Sunday or, you know, vice versa. But it's good to have some sort of a routine. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that it's just set in stone. But I feel like our Sabbath is like Saturday afternoon, Saturday night to Sunday afternoon. That's pretty much our Sabbath because we try not to get on our work phone until Sunday afternoon when we have to test all of our clients. Like, oh, we have you down for a mowing service the next day. They usually do mow on Mondays and Tuesdays and Fridays. So we have to let them know ahead of time. Hey, like, we have you down. And if you don't need it, <laughs> let us know. But we try not to work, like, you know, during the day, Sunday, not until, like, late afternoon. So that's kind of, like, our Sabbath deal. And, like we said, we're not perfect at all. We just It was just something that we weren't self-aware about, that we weren't realizing that we were kind of hurting caught. ourselves. Yeah, we were hurting ourselves, hurting our marriage, and not slowing down, and just taking the time to, like, we don't have to work on this day, or we don't have to work at this certain amount of hours. And it's okay. Life will go on. The world is gonna move on. Nothing's gonna fall apart. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. But um, I think the last part we wanted to kind of talk about is, you know, like we felt like we were stuck in, in that race of the world and just trying to chase more and want more. And so I feel like having that Sabbath um, forces you to like be content with where you're at. Be content with where God has placed you to bloom where you're planted. And so <clears throat> sometimes you might feel, you never feel satisfied if you just keep going, right? 
And so, you know, we realized that we didn't want to bring our baby into a home full of hurry. You know, we want her, you know, in a home full of peace, full of love, and full of um, yeah. of the Holy Spirit. And uh, we have, we actually got a, like a sign from Esty, and it has all the flowers on it and the fruits on it, and it has the the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, and it's over it's over her, her right now. So, I feel like we've been praying that over her, but that's also something we need to be praying for in our own life too. You know, the fruits yeah. of the Holy Spirit, um, because yeah. you know the only way to grow with the Lord is to see if you're bearing the fruit. Good fruit, yeah, I love it. The other things that we've been doing too. Um, you know, whenever we read this book, it challenged a lot of some <laughs> things with our phones, you know, our stupid phones that we have, um, the iPhones, the smartphones, stuff like that. It's really kind of challenged us to, you know, delete some apps, put some limits on our phone, take off some stuff. Like I delete, so I deleted my email off my phone for probably what, like two months or something like that, right? Um, a month and a half. What a month and a half. Almost two months. And previously, before I, before we went full time entrepreneurs, full time um, self employed, I was working for a company, and I'm, I mean, you know how emails go, working for a company, constant. And if you don't respond sometimes, they call you, text you, it's really, really bad. And so my email addiction was like on level ten out of ten. I would check it like every 15, 20 minutes on my phone. I would just to refresh it and look at all the spam that's been sent to me, all the. The, the little spam messages and stuff and it was bad and so I would find myself checking my email probably more than I would anything and then I took it off my phone for a month and a half and it was great I should have done that whenever we left but it was really the, hard the, for you to do that job yeah it was very hard it was very hard and then now I kind of put it back on there because we deal with a lot of client emails and we just some personal things that we have going on, like appointments, stuff like that, or on email. So I put it on my phone again, but I don't check it as near as much as I used to. I had to break myself, break myself off of it. It was bad. And so, you know, I know that some people like delete it off their phone and they leave it on their computer, which is great because that's how it used to be back in the day. You know, you used to not have our, our, our emails Yeah, we used on to have computer. a dumb phone. You used to have flip to phone. Check, your, check your computer for your email, which is good. So if you're in the work world right now and you want to set that expectation on your boss, on your supervisor, hey, look, I'm not going to put my email on my phone. My email is going to be on my computer, so I'll respond to you whenever I get them on my computer. Hey, that's fine. That's respect. That's how, that's how it used to be. And so because it really controls your life, you know, just as, that's just one app that I'm talking about, <clears throat> one app. I'm sorry about that. Um, I didn't mean to clear about that. It's okay. But, um, you know, but... With that, you know, I've been more free. I've been more open. My mind's been more clear just by doing that. So. Yeah. Well, the other thing that I've done, I don't think David has, but I've taken off most of my shopping apps off of my phone. So, like, Amazon, Target, Walmart. I think Home Depot and Lowe's. We still did a few things for the house. Um, I don't know what else, but I pretty much took them all off my phone just because I didn't want the... Um, <clears throat> temptation. Yeah, the temptation to like be strolling, like oh, oh, every time I see someone post on social media, oh, like I dropped this thing on Amazon. Go ahead and click on the link. It, it would go straight to it, and I can <laughs> add it to my heart. They sucked her in. 
Yeah. <clears throat> so what I do now is I either get on it on my computer or if I really need to check something on on online, like maybe I have to order coming in or I check, I check our baby registries on there. I have to go on my Safari on the phone, type in my email and password and like get on there. So, I mean, that's annoying if you think about it that way versus like, Oh, if you if you have a shopping app, then it's like you're already automatically logged in, and you, and you have more temptation to like buy um, more impulsively that things that you don't need or things that you're like, oh, I, I want that, and then you did it. It's like, oh, I didn't really need that. So, so that's something that I took off my phone because I just want to live a life of more um, just just slowing down and just being content. And you know, if how are you living in content life if you're always strolling on Amazon and trying to get stuff and then you're not really like happy with what you've got so that's something that I was trying to break that habit of because we recently got you know Amazon Prime again and you know we got a good deal on it so it's been easy to be like oh everything can come in a day later two days later and so anyway but we're way more intentional about what we buy on Amazon or or other shopping sites but my whole point of it all, you know, is because of the book. Because the book really challenged us to see, like, oh, be intentional with what you have or be intentional with what you do buy. Um, and we're also doing this now, not to show off or not to be like, oh, look at us. But we're also doing this because we want to not live a life of busyness, of hurry, of distraction. Especially now that we're going to become parents really soon. We don't want her to... You know, being in a house where we're just like on our phones all the time, or we're just busy all the time and not really paying attention to her, and that's something that I de- definitely don't want ever to happen. And even though we're not perfect, but at least we're trying to do some something now about it. And yeah, so like things like putting time limits on social media, or just time limits on just being on our phone in general. You know, so. Just so we can start practicing that now, so when baby gets here, we can, you know, be fully intentional with her. So yeah, we want to cultivate a home and a lifestyle that represents Jesus and how he lived on this earth. You know, he was the he was the perfect example of how we should live, and so you know, we're we're trying every day to, to do that, even though we're not perfect. Yeah. Um, but so we just want to challenge y'all. You know, you know, just look at your life mid mid year check. Use this as an, you know, excuse to take your time and maybe pray about how your 2023 has been growing and, you know, how the rest of 2023 you want it to grow according to what God wants for you. Yes. Wow, this has been so much fun. We've had a good time with you guys talking. We feel like we've had to unload a lot of on Shauna's shoulders and <laughs> felt, felt a sense of relief, a mental relief and emotional relief. But we really enjoyed doing this and uh, we're, we're sorry it took so long for us to come back. But uh, better but, late than never. But better late than never. <laughs> so, you know, one way that you guys can catch up with us even more and... Uh, you know, figure out what's going on and get some more encouragement is by signing up to our email. I know I talked about email <laughs> earlier. I blasted it pretty bad. But if you want something good coming up besides spam and work junk, you can uh, sign up for our uh, mission-minded email. We come out with it about once a month, but it's really good. It has a lot of great, great content. We've got some tips. We have Bible verse, almost like a little Bible study. 
we have some yeah, things a little, like, like what's going faith on and us. encouragement session. Yeah, you know, we have some other updates like that. But yeah, I would definitely sign up uh, on our email. You can visit our website, thesimplevision.com, to sign up there. And um, yeah, don't and don't forget to subscribe to it. Yeah, and then uh, like like we said, we're gonna try to come out with a podcast episode monthly. You know, so it's July, so that's our monthly email, and so our next one might come out at the end of August. And then depending on when baby comes, you know, it might be a little bit of a longer delay of our podcast episode, but we'll try to come back soon if we can. But you know, depending on how we how we're doing and how long of a break we want you know to spend time with our baby girl yeah so um i think that's it you know just follow us on um online we have instagram and facebook the simple mission and you can also follow us uh i have my my instagram is bond liana and david is david g bond yeah so i'll i'll, I'll, I'll be sure to put that down below in case that's not right Question but mark. we we basically do post a little bit more on our personal pages Versus the simple mission, but if a new episode is coming out or a new e- email coming out, we'll definitely post on there for sure. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I think that's it for now, you guys. We hope that you have a great week and a great weekend, and um, just know that God loves you so much, and we love y'all. Yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.